watching the culture the culture now i mean we on zoom we doing a um a panel of what's going on in these this epic times and events um i would like everybody to introduce themselves one at a time i'm gonna start off with you mr pullins aka pastor pullins um yes, sir. You introduce yourself hey my name is randy pullings i'm a pastor of freedom hill chapel in jacksonville florida okay Praise okay the Lord, then, then we got alan Mr. Nurse over here, um, introduce yourself as well. Hey, what's up, man? My name is Alan Nurse, and uh, from Queens, retired NYPD detective, narcotics. Okay, then we have, aka my main man, Nathaniel Hezekiah. Um, can you introduce yourself and what you do? My name is Nathaniel Hezekiah. Um, I'm a 10-year government professional, uh, here ready to listen and learn. Okay. And then last but not least, we have Cool Cal. Tell them who you are, sir. My name, everybody know me in the streets is Cool Cal. My, my government name, my mother called me, name is Daryl Mitchell. And uh, Cool Cal was given to me by my hood. But we'll talk about that some other time when I get to introduce myself to my brothers individually. I respect all y'all brothers. Much love. Peace and love. And he did not, he, he lacked to mention, he's a small business Okay. okay, we have one more coming in. Well, I'm, I'm the owner of Rockhead's Barbershop. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you, Cal. Thank you. No doubt. No doubt. Um, let's see. Let's get him in here. <laughs> He's in. Is he in? Yeah, I'll man. put him in, though. Pastor. God bless. We don't, we don't see your visual, Pastor. Um, so we have another pastor on board. Um, please introduce yourself. We need your visual, please. We need to see you. Well, I'm kind of new to this, bro, so I got to figure this out. <laughs> it, it should be a little, tap your screen. It should be somewhere it says video. It says stop video or video. You should be able to hit that button. It shows like a little camera. Um, we'll give him a chance to get on it. We're going we're gonna to move forward. Um, like, Okay, there we go. There we go. Please introduce yourself, Mr. Keith Michael. Am I saying it right? It's, it's pronounced Michael, but that's all right. Close enough. Okay. No, no. We I've heard it worse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. My name is Pastor Keith Michael. Uh, I'm, I was invited to this by, by my brother Cal. I'm the pastor of a church called Sheltered Arm Ministries in South Jamaica, Queens. Okay. So now um, the, topic, the topic of discussion here today everybody introduced themselves i know we brought you in um we had a little technical difficulties we gonna get it right and we getting it right this this show is for the people by the people um with with the current events that's going on today i mean twin let's lead out baby do what you do well we gonna do what we do baby as you know today is a very trying time whether you're religious uh whether you spiritual or, or whatever you you add in your life at this time but, um, you know, the main focus is police brutality and what is going on today with the protests, the marching, the youth, the middle generation, the older generation. We're just going to do a collective of what's going on today. And, um, yo, Al, man, like, like, in this introduction, I just want to say this, that uh, a lot of people had perished, so rest in peace to the people that had perished. 
you know, due to police brutality. But uh, we got a versatile panel of people that can give us some more wisdom and understanding of what's really going on, especially on the inside. And, um, you know, when it comes to police brutality, you know, Alan, a lot of people don't like cops. Now we know they all come in different colors, shapes, and forms. You understand what I'm saying? And they really blanket that. And we said it earlier, it's not about not liking all cops, all right? It's, it's just some of them. Any job you work at, you got a bad apple out the bunch. But it seems like with police brutality, that bad rotten part is really rotting out a lot of the apple. So I just need you to go in on some of the policies. The culture of the police department is very important to me. All right, from the jump, I tell people from the back, and everybody that knew me was actually surprised that I became police because everybody that knew me knew I hated the police. Because I was one of them guys that was into my cars, and I used to get pulled over all the time. And every time I got pulled over, I was getting like eight to ten tickets. I'm like, yo, this dude's an asshole. You know, I, he was just a jerk. I'm like, I don't understand this. So I got my degree in business, but also, you know, I did, I did my little time in there, but I realized that there was really no job security, especially at the time Bush was president. So I'm like, you know what? I want something that's going to be that I'm going to have job security with. And the problem is, too, you know, you're going to get a lot of people complaining about the cops. How are you going to make it better? We got to have us get in there to try to make it better. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. So that's how I got on. And I knew that for the people that complain, if you have a guy like me that understands, if I see you guys on the corner, that don't mean you hustling, because I didn't. You know what I mean? I'm, I could just be waiting, talking to my friend on the corner. That don't necessarily mean I'm doing bad. So I figured guys like me that did the job, this is why we did it. So that's pretty much a fast background. But as far as the tactics, for us, they don't teach you the, they don't teach you the 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 knee on the neck. That, at least they didn't to us. Now, obviously, there's different circumstances. Now, I'm gonna tell you right now. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I'm gonna tell you right now. If, if this if this dude did like a murder, I'm gonna tell you right now. This dude murdered your parents or he did some wild stuff. I could, it all depends on on the circumstances of the situation. If this dude murdered like 15 people, let's suppose he went into one of the pastors' church and killed like, you know, the whole congregation. And that guy did that knee on his neck. Nobody's gonna care because you know what? That dude deserved it. So you know, but the thing you know, what I'm saying, even though it wasn't taught, so the whole situation. I'm gonna tell you right now, for a twenty dollar bill, come on, seriously, and, and that's that's where the upper. That's what there's a thing that they also teach you in the police department that nobody brings up. It's called discretion. You know what I mean? That, that's another thing. Discretion and compassion. They teach you that too. Everybody assumes that all right, he arrest, he's under arrest. I'm gonna beat that. That's come on now, for a twenty dollar bill. Come on now, and then for nine minutes, you know what I mean? Like, come on, you serious? And then they're gonna try to justify it, and you, and you just can't, man. So, I mean, anybody that's gonna tell you that's taught, especially after you stand up, I can understand if he's fighting, you know, you got a girl, and you know, if you have a girl that's five foot one, 90 pounds, and dude is six five, you know, 250, and she's on his neck, you know what? You're not gonna complain because she had to do what she had to do. But the fact that my man was handcuffed, he was already under control, the threat was eliminated while he's still on his neck. And so, like I said, you got it. Yes, yeah, so Alan, like, like we know the police officer that killed this man, he's the last car, police car on the arrival on this scene, right? So he got 19 years of experience. I need you to explain to me, like, inside, like, the peer pressure. Because if he's 19-year veteran, he kind of taking over the scene from guys who got one or two years or maybe nine or ten years. How much is that experience to carry over when they want to take over a situation? I mean, it all depends. I mean, I don't know what his rep is because, like I said, every place is different. Um, to be honest with you, years don't mean nothing in the police department because you can have guys, okay. guys can have 19 years and be a bag, and you know what I'm saying? It was garbage, you know what I mean? Like, like he ain't do nothing his whole career, you know what I mean? So he could come up on the scene like, oh, here comes his, no, his do-nothing. So it all depends. Right. So apparently this dude must have had rep 
and clout with his people is because they let it rock. You know what I'm saying? So, but just because he had time on, like I said, I can tell you, I, I can point to a hundred dudes that had 20 years and was the biggest zeros in, in life. You know what I mean? And if they were to show up in a crime scene, we'd be like, yeah, whatever, man, get the hell out of it. So it all depends on the situation, man. So, like I said, he he was good with his peoples, and I don't know how true this is. They were saying it might have been something personal with dude and his wife. He, he knew what he was getting into, and apparently they knew each other. So, you know, this, this was personal. He, they, they probably called him, like, yo, guess who we got? You know what I mean? So, you know, it, it could have been something like that. I mean, mm. how would you want to justify sitting on a man's neck for nine minutes? I mean, yo, nine minutes. Let, I tell people. No, it was actually, like, let's, I'm, I'm going to, with, with, this, with this broadcast, I'm going to keep everything to facts. It was eight minutes, minutes 46 and 50, seconds. And 50, 47 to 53 46 seconds. seconds. Yeah, eight minutes, 46 seconds. But let, 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 let that fact, I, I tell people, just put this in perspective. If, you, if you're going to microwave your food for eight minutes and 46 seconds, <laughs> you're going to burn the hell out of your tongue. I, right? I, want, I want all now, this facts. this dude was sitting on his neck for that long, and they're going to try to justify it, and then you get this clown. I tell people all the time, listen, one thing, I'm going to give you all a little secret about the police department. There's a lot of us that speak out. You know, a lot of us getting bad names. A lot of times, man, they think that once you put that badge on, you're supposed to train in your blackness. Like, you're supposed to forget that you're black. Like, if you speak out, all of a sudden you're a problem or you you conflicted. I, listen, I've been getting that all week. But you know what? I tell people, way before I put on the blue, my black fist was up. So, like, that long a time, man, like, people out here trying to justify it, and you get this clown in the, N- in the LAPD talking about, oh, well, the looters, the, his blood is on their hands. What? I, my man died before they even looted. But that's their mentality. They're going to try to shift the blame because the police department, they hate to admit when they call something racial. It's just a fact. They, they're always going to try to sweep it under the carpet. When it's racial, oh, we're sorry, we're going to learn from this or blame somebody else. And that's what they're doing. And it's messed up. Okay. So now, I mean, we have that, that perspective and things of that nature. So with all the, um, you know, this, the, the riot and which let's start off with the protesting. Um, it's just from people that had enough. I don't, I don't care about the pro. I mean, they, they should protest. I mean, was the same people that's protesting, you know, a lot of, you know, cops or whatever, was they mad when they was protesting in Charlottesville? Did they say anything when them clowns were sitting out there, you know, in, in them government buildings with them AK-47s? What, what did they say? The majority of them cops, oh, well, they got the right to bear arms. And, you know, it's an open carry. Oh, it's fine then. You know what I'm saying? Okay. No, hold it. on, cause I want to. I want to get some more people to speak oh, on this right, panel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nathaniel Hezekiah, um, Mr. Hezekiah, um, what is your viewpoint? You know, coming from a political standpoint, cause I don't see no political leaders out there and things of that nature. Well, I mean, political leaders, Keith Ellison, who is the Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota Attorney General actually was the one who um, issued the charges for all four officers. Keith Ellison, who is a former United States Congress member and first black Muslim man as Attorney General throughout the entire United States. Um, he, he is the one who took, who's now taking over the reins of this case and we're running a parallel investigation to what the Department of Justice is doing. Um, locally, I mean, if you want to speak on locally as in regards to maybe New York, uh, there have been several elected officials throughout the city and the state that have been attending rallies, speaking to legislation, that legislation, legislation packets, legislation and legislation packets that, that have been, that's, 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 that's
that have been on desk that have not been approved or moved through or moved through legislation legislator houses and so now um it's the time to stand up and, and stand with elected officials to get this legislation passed you good okay, so you good yeah, now? I'm still here. Right. can you hear me yeah we can hear you and, and, good so, um, and, and on the on and on the protesters and um you know people can can scream and cry about um damage yeah, property. You, right? yeah, I'm, okay. yeah I'm good people can cry and scream about damaged property but it's important to realize that um life matters we're not you can get back property but you can't get back somebody's life and and i can't i can't and, and can't speak about what um the burning of buildings and things like that um the one thing that i do say to the people that are, are, are protesting is that if you burnt down or if you damaged the one supermarket or pharmacy in your community that's helping the seniors you make sure you create an avenue for those seniors and those who, who need assistance those who need assistance to get the resources they need to their homes because they don't have they may not have the accessibility to have a car or use mass transportation to get what they need so try to be as helpful as you can to your community and bring those resources to them. Help out somebody who you know needs that help. Okay. All right. And, and Randy Pullins. Randy Pullins. Pass the, pass I, I the Pullins. We're going to call him. We're going to call everybody. <laughs> he by said, he said, nah. Pass the Pullins. <laughs> pass the Pullins. Randy Pullins. Mr. Pullins, man, um, does, does your church help out with some of these resources, if need be so? Because my philosophy is if we got to take two steps back, just to go forward because you know people ride both sides of the fence because they talk about the chinese restaurants the nail salons the arab stores and they saying they should be out of our community now that these businesses are burnt down we have a real chance to rebuild our community with black businesses are some of the churches able to get those resources to the people that need it well i can't speak for every church right um, definitely definitely the, you know as a whole but what my church is doing uh, we've been at the protests and we've been praying for the protesters. We also been praying for the police. And I always tell people, there's some very good guys that are on the force. I married a cop. So I know mm. all cops are not bad. Um, before I got injured, I, I had passed the NYPD, you know, tests and I passed the bridge and tunnel officers test. So I was on my way to becoming one, but motorcycles got in between that. Mm. Um, but what we do is we pray for the protesters to have strong feet to stand, strong legs to march, strong arms to hold up that fist, and strong voices to chant. But also we pay and bail people out of jail that are arrested wrongfully for civil disobedience and for uh, unlawful congregating or some, some charges they make. And we've noticed that they've been giving them higher bails and and tripling fines and things like that. So what we've done is we connected with bail bondmen locally and we've been covering the expenses. So many churches don't think like that. Uh, we've been bringing food and water. Now, are we part of the, the throwing, you know, the bricks and rocks? No, we don't do that. But 
I understand why these young people are doing it. And to be completely honest, uh, you know, I try to be as much as I can like Dr. King, but I have a little Malcolm X in me. And I felt like- <laughs> Ain't wrong with that. <laughs> if none of this happened, if none of this burning and looting and stuff was happening, I don't know if we would have what we have today when it comes to this case. So as much as I want to pray for these people to not do these things, I understand why it's being done. And it seems like to be the only language they understand. So my prayer is that, no, I don't want these guys to be out there burning, looting and stuff like that. But I mean, this is, I look at it sometimes as, this is the history of this country. Nothing has ever been gained but through violence. So I don't want it, but this is what only thing they seem to understand. So my thing is, I ask people, a lot of churches say, well, we don't want to do it with, I say, well, listen, if everybody's not going to be a frontline person, but you can be support staff, whether you can sew, you know, you stitching clothes or serving food, handing out water, or just praying for people. There are people, they have stations out there just for people that are getting maced to rock, wash their eyes out. And these are innocent people. Now, I ain't talking about the looters now. If you get a loot in charge, something like that, you got to get yourself out. But there are different things that you can do to be part of the program instead of making excuses and staying home and, and using the Bible to kind of find a way to get out of, uh, of your responsibility to seek justice. I, I agree with you on that part. So really, I, I really agree with you on that, that part. I usually stick to when people kind of try to use the Bible against me to say, why are you supporting this and why are you supporting that? And it's Amos 5 and 24. And it's all about justice. It's about God wants justice for everybody. He wants fairness for everybody. And, and if the church doesn't lead that, well, who is going to lead it? If we believe that we have the power of God with us, then who should be leading? Yes, sir. A lot of times we yes. we were worried about what we're going to lose and not really thinking about what we're going to gain. And, 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 I, and I liked what he said, Al, because, you know, I tell people all the time, we don't want equality, right? Because we only 13, 14% of the population. We want 14%. 14% of the population, we want fairness. That's what we want. So I like that um, Mr. Pullins uh, elaborated on that. Definitely. And um, yo, cool cow, man. Cool cow, wake up, man. You woke, baby? <laughs> you look slow, man. Okay, baby. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm manifesting, brother. So, I'm manifesting, I wanna, man. I want to, you know, kind of get into that and elaborate on that. Because with police, you ain't got time to figure out who's the good cops, who's the bad cops. You just live in life, cow. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's like it's like you go to an airline and an employee treats you bad upstairs. You're going to say it's the whole airline. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got treated bad by this airline. Right. How do right. we navigate through that as a community? I would like to pass the baton to my brother Keith Michael right now because the brother Randy Pullins was acknowledging uh, some some good uh, rhetoric right there, and I and I appreciate that as 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 well as you too, brother Allen. I appreciate all you brothers here, but I just want to I, I just want to absorb all of the uh, the commentary right now, so I can uh, I, I'm trying I'm, I'm analyzing things right now. I, I, I'm on a um, yo listen, I ain't gonna okay. hold your brothers up, man. Like I this, this is the manifestation right here. This manifestation we we have right here. Ooh. 
is is a blessing. First of all, first of all, let me let me let me just say this, because when you when you when you when you when you and Cal knows this very well about about Pastor Keith. I'm not a religious man, so I can't answer anything for you that's from a religious perspective. I'm a righteous man. There's a difference. Religious is what written by man. And the problem with things written by man is why we got what we got going on now. Righteous is when you live right based on example. Jesus Christ is my example. So I'm not gonna turn this into a sermon, but I'm not gonna come at you from a religious, a religious angle because I'm not a religious man. We understand? Now it's overstood, man, it's overstood. It's overstood. Okay. That's what the, what the what the pastor said that he's doing with his with his with his congregation is basically the same thing I'm doing with my congregation. However, due to this situation with this corona thing, my church has been closed for the last couple of weeks, but I still have to communicate with my congregation. So when we have something we have to do, we do it with the right mindset, not the religious mindset. Because Good. when right is right, we're going to support the right. We're not going to not support right. Right is right. The way we're expressing ourselves in the streets to get our points across, that's how we're going to express ourselves. That's how we mourn. And that's what we're going to do. And I'm going to support it. I'm going to support it because sometimes it takes, and some of y'all said y'all Malcolm X fans, sometimes it takes violence to get your message across. Do I condone and co-sign for violence? No, I do not. But if it's going to get the attention so we can get what's, the wrongs corrected and made them right, then by all means, I'm going to support it. But please, do not, do not, don't, don't, don't approach me and ask me from a religious aspect because I can't give it to you. I'm righteous, not religious. Okay, all right, all right. So I want to ask you this, Mr. Michael, right? With your congregation, because you deal with the community and you deal with police officers. Now my thing is, people are married to police officers. People got brothers and sisters and cousins and family members that's police officers. Like my example was. It is hard to navigate of who is good cops versus who is the ignorant cop, right? A lot of times you don't have the time. How do you navigate through that when you're dealing with, you know, police officers and stuff like that, especially with your church and college? Really, well, for, for me, you really you can't really decipher who's who's the good cop and the bad cop by what you see. You can't tell that from what you what you're looking at. Right. You gotta know you have to know the person by their character and the actions that they take and the things that they say and do. You can't look, I can't look at you and say you're a bad brother. I don't know that. Mm -hmm. I don't know that. I mean, but the whole my, thing about, go ahead. My point is this, right? If you're in a situation with four or five cops, some of them may be good, one may treat you nasty, but it's always seemed like in a lot of these situations, the nasty cop always get to do what he wants. And sometimes you try to reach out to the other cop. Like you see what he's doing to me? He's, he's hurting my arm. He's punching me. Why you let him do that to me? And these, the good cops, the decent cops, do not take control of that situation. So I'm basically asking on that standpoint. So we just don't have like an umbrella view about all cops and be like, yo, just from that experience, I feel like all cops are bad. Do you understand? Even the good ones don't want to help you. So I'm saying to you, of course it takes, you got to go to an individual to try to learn who they are. But that'll take a lot of time. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If you're in a situation, What's the best way you feel like we should navigate through that as young black men in society? As young, as, as young black men, and respectfully, and I, I, I pray that I'm not stepping on nobody's toes when I say this. Okay. It's for us not to look at 
for all for us not to always look at how some of y'all said all cops is whatever. All cops mm-hmm. is not all cops is, is I forgot the terminology somebody said. They can't, they labeled the cops that way. They didn't label mm-hmm. one cop or two cops that way. They said all cops are. We have to stop looking at all cops as being bad cops. We have to stop doing that. Mm. We have one of my best friends is a retired detective for NYPD. And I know he's not a bad dude. We just have to stop being so quick to judge and, and, and try to like point all people to be in the same from the same you could be from the same brand, but you ain't got to be the same item. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. So 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 um Mr. Michael, so you're saying to me they have you have a separation, and this is a somewhat of a question. You have a separation of officers. You have good officers, bad officers. Because on a personal review, I can tell you my aunt's a cop. She's she's good to me. She's good to me, but I don't know how she acts on the street. And I think, and I have a good friend over here, that's why we all on the panel. Um, retired detective over here. I I could I tell him, I think your organization. If you're a good cop and you turn your back, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you, 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 you're, not, you're not considered a good cop to me. Because if you turned your back while I was being falsely accused or racially profiled and you was there and, and the, the tyrant cop at the time, you know, like he said, it's a tyrant cop and he's going, on, going in on me and I'm looking at you and you're supposed to be a good cop. Why you don't step in? So I guess right. we have me asking that. I wonder why, I wonder that question too, my brother. I wonder so, that question. I, so I've now me that. asking that, me saying that to you, I can understand it's a matter of opinion. Now I can turn around, and, and that's why I'm glad we had this panel because now I can turn around and say, "What do you feel about that, Alan?" Yeah, Alan, oh. please. Elaborate on that. Alan. I never, I never was in a situation. I can tell you from a personally personal standpoint that I never worked with anybody that did that. And I'm like I said, narcotics, we was a family. Like I said, we was uh it's not like a precinct. Even in the precincts, I, I work with good guys. I mean, there was always the dicks, but there was nothing that I seen that was like violated. And trust me, there's cops that check people, because I'm gonna tell you right now, like my background, my mom is Haitian, my pops from Barbados. So what happens is every year, you know, during that Labor Day parade, everybody know listen, shit pop off. Juve, Labor Day Parade. So you might get some of these white cops that say something derogatory, oh, Savage Day Parade. Please believe we check them when they say that. You know what I'm saying? So trust me, if we saw something that was messed up, we do something about it. Trust me, I've been in situations where things got high and heavy. And listen, I'm saying, listen, everybody know the unwritten rules. If you run from a cop, if you get caught, you might get hit. But it would never go overboard. You know what I'm saying? Like there was still that respect. So I, luckily for me, I never personally experienced it. Now, you might have some guys that do it. And I'm gonna say right now, there's there's two reasons why they well, you know, two, three reasons. Three reasons why they might not say nothing. One, they might be scared. That's number Ooh, one. They know the job is real retaliatory because they might be like, all right, well, if I say something, these guys are going to come back and, you know, they're going to transfer me to some other place. You know, they might be scared of that. You know, That's or you don't care. You know what I mean? But you That's can't be scared, man, because like I tell people, man, unfortunately, when you're a cop, especially when you're a cop and you're black, you're kind of like the man with no country because... Robert Allen, let me yeah. ask you this. Yeah. Like, inside the force, man, and I respect you, my brother. Thank you for uh, your, your service. Yeah. But, why was it like uh, I'm not? I heard they got like a hundred black cops and all that. Like, where was where is that organization at? Because it seems like it's 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 enough black officers. And I've I've been in 
counted by a few black officers who turned on me when I when I when I reached out to them as being a black man in a situation where I was confronted by this this oppression and I and I reached out I said yo my brother and they looked at me like yo my man like nah bro like this ain't it and and I got so offended but I never disrespect them you know what I mean because I I I'm I, I I'm different and I, and I, and I, and I, and, I, and I learned to analyze certain situations and I understand what they're going through but I never had the opportunity and I'm glad you here my brother to talk to a brother that was in that in that in that cult that's like a cult because you have a lot of like, races you right you right but those are and not like only that but but the but the but the but the leaders of your the leaders of the cops are racist no, 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 that's not true. And I mean, you there's, have some to guys, there's guys like, uh, there's a couple groups like on Facebook, Noble, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's one of the black groups. They, they very outspoken. So now the problem is, like what so you where said. where they been though? Where they been though? Huh? No, they out, listen, they out there, man. They out, I, listen. Something is, just something is small, believe it or not. You might not see it, but if you see somebody like, something as small as if somebody's frustrated and they screaming and cursing at you, yo, let them. Where the white cop might, Try to swing on you and arrest you, you just stand there and take Because I've been there, done that. That's right. the same thing happened to me. You know what? Something like me just standing there letting you vent, that's me supporting you. Because everybody right. else going to want me to take you down and do something. You know what I'm saying? So me just standing exactly. there being quiet letting you vent means I got your back. But at the same time, it works the other way too. Because my unit, what happened was when somebody got killed, we had to go, uh, we had to go out, shoot it. It's called shooting response. So, because what happened was when somebody would, something would, somebody would die they'll be quick to make it drug related, so we'll take the hit for it. So every unit will have to go down there to figure it out. So we used to, I used to go out there, me and my boss, my boss, big black dude, man, Ty Poe, cool dude from the Bronx. Yo, listen, we used to go out there, man, and, and I'm for the cause, I'm, for, I'm with you guys. Cause I said the only way to make it better is getting guys that know what's up. Meanwhile, I'm out there, what, what, what's happening to you? Yo, I'm Uncle Tom, why I do this job? Meanwhile, these are the same people complaining about the white people. So I said, well, you need to make it the damn mind, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm on your side, I ain't do none of you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, help me with this. What your cousin got shot? What's up? I ain't helping you, Uncle Tom. <laughs> All right, so so don't complain then. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm trying to help you. So it goes both ways. And like I said, some dudes and like I, it wasn't me. Some dudes handing their blackness. You know what I'm saying? Listen, they automatically assume once you become a cop, oh, I, you got to be Republican. You can't talk about a Republican president because he likes the police. What the fuck does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, listen, I, I'm not trading in my blackness, man. Like I, I'm, I'm supposed to get mad if I see a brother getting beat up for no reason. Because at the end of the day, everybody's your brother until you're off duty. You know what I'm saying? Because I still get pulled over. Now you my brother. I show you my badge and my ID. What the hell you pulled me over for in the first place? And, I, and, and you can ask Ali Keg. I tell him, yo, listen, I get pulled over. I wait to the last minute to show my ID because I want him to tell me why you pulled me over. Then once you now, over, now, now, now hold on, let brother. me chime in. Let me let me chime in on that because it was shown on social media. Um, black man, the Fed, he looked right? like he was straight from Africa. Yeah, the Fed, the Fed, yeah. He, he was all. I know everybody saw this. You're being your racial front, Am I? Yeah, you're wrong. You're assuming I'm someone that I'm not. Are you Jake? No, I'm not Jake. I, you look like Jake. There you go. I look like Jake. Yeah, but you're Jake. No. Guess you are. No, I'm obviously. You're Jake. Okay, you Get out of my face, man. You guys are harassing me. Yes, you guys are. Hey, you're fucking harassing me. Yes, you are. No, no, no. He's harassing me. Why are you harassing me? You're assuming I'm someone I'm not. Okay, if you're not, then. No, 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 no. You're not free to go, okay? Us. Am I being detained? Yeah, you are. For what? Because I think you have more. You think? That's an illusion. You think? 
Stand up here, hands For what? I don't have a wrong. You're very wrong. Okay, I'm wrong. No, you are wrong. What do you mean if you're wrong? You're wrong. You're wrong. We're not going to play this game. Hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. You guys are not going to try to at Manhattan first. I'm not under arrest. I didn't do nothing. For what? For what? Can you tell me for what? For what? I'm under arrest for what? No, no, no. If you got the wrong guy, I'm suing all of you guys. Let me get your card. Can I get your card? Can I get your card? Okay. I'm not standing up. Listen, I'm not under arrest. I don't have a warrant. I don't have any officers. Hey, yo! Hey, 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 hey! Hey, officer! He got the wrong guy, I'm telling you. Look at my guy, D, motherfucker. You guys look at the wrong guy. You guys are fucking stupid. That's not you. You guys are racial profile thinking I'm somebody. I got him, I take both of you motherfuckers. Take them cuffs off. Sir. I got him. Take them cuffs off. I'll take both of you motherfuckers right now. This guy got the cleanest record, y'all just. And he was, it was all motherfuckers and this and that. And they thought they had him. They was going to wrestle him down. And he said, yeah. you know what? Look in my pocket. Now you feel stupid. They looked in his pocket, found out he was a, a federal agent. They let him go. They kicked him quick. Now, yeah. now, on the reverse side, it was a kid coming home from McDonald's in home. He gets pulled over. They did the same thing to him. But his ID didn't say a federal agent. So he didn't get lucky. And they, they still ran the bullshit. But he knew his rights. And he was standing there, and, and we have that. I have that. Um, it's all over Inst Instagram. It's all over the social media. There's a ton of people with a black jacket, oh, sir. How, how many do? There's a, show me. Show it's, me. It's, four, it's two in the morning. I just got okay. up for work. Okay, so you I don't need. I don't need every. It's seven cops out here by me by myself. I live on 114th Street. I walk you're this route every day. You're asking why you're stopped. Why was I, I stopped? You why so why'd you come out and straight and straight search me? You had no right to come and detain me for no reason. Am I being detained right now? Detained what right am I being detained for, officer? Can you let me know? Fit the description. That's not. An, uh, that's not. Uh, oh, yeah. That's first of all. That's not illegal. It's not a crime for fitting the description. Oh, okay. For what crime? What crime? What crime? Can I have a sergeant here, please? I can I have a sergeant? Right can, can you let me know what crime did I commit, I sir? What crime was that? Fit in the description? That's not a crime, officer. And you know that's not a crime. We know that's not a crime. Fit in the description of someone, you're not even saying they light skin, their height. You're not saying they size. You're not saying they body weight. You're just saying by clothes description. This gentleman got a gray hoodie on. You're going to say, hey, he fit the description. You're not saying if he's a black male, African-American. Y'all didn't say anything. Y'all just jumped out searching me. Y'all can't do that. Y'all can't do that because I'm black. I know my rights. Y'all can't do that to me. Fit in the description is not a crime. First of all, you have to either tell me if I'm if I'm going to do a crime or you suspect me of committing a crime. I didn't do anything. What crime did I commit, sir? What, what suspect? Excuse me? Assault? Who I assaulted, officer? Because I didn't assault anybody. I can clock out from my job. When did you see me assault someone? Did you see me assault someone? I do. I do not because I'm being right now. I feel I'm being harassed. I'm feel threatened by your presence. I have seven. I have seven cops out here right now. Right. All you gentlemen are not black. Let's go with that. Number one. Right. Like, like, all right. That's number one. Number two. You jumped out the car and straight searched me. You didn't ask me any questions. You didn't ask, sergeant. Can I speak to you for a second? You're the captain. I know that you're the captain. Excuse me. Excuse me. I need to know what crime did I commit? Because I have seven police officers right here. Fit the description for an assault. Where does assault occur, that sir? The block. Up the block where? Be more specific. Be more Just specific. No, 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 no. I don't have this. I need to know. Way. I need to know if I'm being detained. If not, I would you're like to leave. Detained. I would like to leave on my own recognitive. Why am I being detained, officer, for fitting the description? What description? Because I'm black with black clothes on. My job requires me to wear black, officer. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I work for McDonald's, officer. What's your name? 
Sergeant DeSanto. Thank you, sir. I'm being detained for fitting the description. I'm being detained for defending the description right now. This is definitely going up because I know my rights. Listen, I know my rights. Anyway. I know my rights. I know my rights. I'm being detained for fitting the description. What description, officer? Can you tell me the description? You have a radio and a bunch of y'all get all the same messages. What description do I fit, officer? Black jacket with a black hoodie? That's not good enough. Do the guy have a scar on his face? Because this is very descriptive. Very descriptive for an assault. The guy have dreadlocks? No, you didn't say anything. I'm not retarded, sir. I know my rights. I'm not being detained for, 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 for matching the description. So you got to try something better than that. You got to try something better than that. I've been through this. I'm 25 years old, male, sir. I don't have these problems. I, first of all, you're not supposed to jump out on people searching no more. I have the right to deny you from searching me. You have to have consent to search me. Thank you. Thank you for agreeing with me. Thank you for agreeing with me. You didn't have no consent to search me, and you're the one who searched me. I did. You, you violated my rights. I searched you. For you violated my rights right now, sir. So what description am I waiting for? Because I need to go home. I'm tired. I've been working for 12 hours. I'm tired. I pay taxes. You guys are civil servant. You're here to protect me. I don't feel protected right now. I feel like I'm being harmed. I feel, I feel like I'm being racially profiled right now. You're not serving me right now, officer. What's your name again? Sergeant DeSantos. Thank you, DeSantos. Thank Let's not sugarcoat it, things of that nature. Um, he got treated so bad and... Um, because he wasn't no form of the law or whatever it was. He was coming home from work mm -hmm. at McDonald's. He even told him the time. I got off at one, one o'clock and 11 minutes. You can see my clock out. They, they, they didn't care. He said, what's the description? And we had this discussion before, nurse. Oh, because mm -hmm. I feel all black men fit the description. Yeah. So they was asking, what's the description? What's the description? And the young black man kept asking, what's the description? He said, oh, it's a black hoodie. He said, he looked at the officer and said, you're wearing a black hoodie. You're wearing all black. Nobody could give him the description. And you told me, and the young man said it, can I hear the playback? Yeah, oh, no, they're calling in, they're calling in. They didn't simple, give him no playback. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Play playback. Play he said, because no so I got a cut on my face. And he said, you could go back to the McDonald's, gave him the address, and see that I just clocked out. Now, within me, me stating this, see, everybody don't have a badge the way they could pull out later and say, boom, and they get let go. Assume I'm somebody I'm not. My ID's in my back pocket. Got watch, hey, watch, funny how, watch how funny this is. Go ahead, look at it. No, don't hate me. Look at it. Oh, what does that say? What does that say? Oh. Wrong guy. Oh. Wrong guy. Oh, my God. No, get the fuck off me, dude. Get off me, dude. Bro, you fucked up. I need your cards. I need your supervisor over here. Call your supervisor. Call your supervisor. Call your supervisor over here. You guys are the stupidest motherfuckers I ever met in my life. How'd you guys... Got, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Look at him. 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 Look I request you to Why is that? You're coming to Bro, that was fucked up. You guys want the cops? You guys want the people? Yes, I'm the people. You guys are the people. You guys are the people. That's because they're corrupt as fuck. I would like your card as well. Okay, I would like your card as well. Yep. And I'm going to follow the board. You, you, and you. Because you guys are all stupid. You guys are the dumbest motherfucker that I ever met in my life. You're glad why, bro. 
This motherfucker. Is that how you guys work nowadays? You assume someone is someone and that's it? That's all you guys need? Yeah? Oh my god, what is America came to? We're allowed, we're allowed to, allowed to what? Talk to somebody and if we it wasn't allowed to talk to somebody. You could resonate. Assume someone and try to. Right. And he made a mistake. And then once he figured out who no. you were, he unhandcuffed no. it. What if somebody did that to you? What if somebody did that to you? I was going to jail anyways. You know, hey, some of us don't even have a PBA card. Which <laughs> they don't really care about those anyway. Unless it's a shield. So we talking these facts and we all this is going on. And we had an episode talking about voting. And I want to go back to, now I want to go to my political consultant, Nathaniel. Um, I mean, what, I mean, they say make the complaints on the precinct and things of that nature, but where is really these political figures, the small councilmen and things of that nature? What, what are they there for? I understand this. And I said, I don't want to talk about I want your opinion. Oh, I yeah, want yeah. your opinion, but I just want, I want to get, I want to get, I want to get the political consultant on and get his, his theory oh, yeah, of it all, because yeah, yeah. where's these politicians and, and making these complaints? You know, so things of that let me, nature. Let, let me say this first and foremost. It, it shouldn't matter your title on how you're treated by the police department. You shouldn't have to identify yourself as a former police officer, a current police officer, um, uh, an elected official, you name it. Your, your title shouldn't meet, uh, measure how you're treated by the police department. You're supposed to automatically be treated a way that is acceptable by every police officer throughout the force. That, that's the reality. Now, you speak about um, where the elected officials, and, and I can speak to, there's, I think it was on, a, it's been throughout the city of New York, I mean, city of New York, where the state senator Myrie in Brooklyn was pepper sprayed and arrested. Um, yes, he was. He, he, he was. And um, there was another assemblywoman who was with him in Brooklyn, and she was also pepper sprayed. Pepper sprayed, yes. And, yes, she and it's important to understand that um, somebody had mentioned, well, look at these elected officials. They're out there. They're protesting with the people, but they still get the same treatment. And I say that because before, you, before I open my mouth, before you know who I work for, you know I'm a black man. And that's something that has to be realized. Now, when you talk about legislation and things of that nature, um, there is the uh, 50A bill that Governor Cuomo, the repeal of 50A that uh, Governor Cuomo had briefly mentioned, but other elected officials have been quite vocal about that repeal because that is the law, law that allows um, the criminal records of uh, I mean, not the criminal records, that allows the uh, disciplinary action against uh, the police here in New York State to be sealed and not, not actually visible. So there's a rally tomorrow at pretty much every city hall, I, I mean, every borough hall in New York City and, and a couple of other city halls throughout the state with members of the New York State Assembly, Senate, and uh, maybe some federal members will also be involved in those protests. But that is something that people can join in on and support. This is all right,
subscribe for the culture.